Today, my guest is a relaxed, recentered, and rejuvenated Erica Banish. She just got back from a week at the famous and exclusive Golden Door Spa in San Marcos, recommended by Oprah. Door to door shuttle service, daily in room massage, and endless activities. But the most impactful part was getting in touch with herself and accessing years of pent up baggage and trauma. With daily yoga, meditations, and access to various therapy explorations, she's able to recenter and continue her life journey. She also did archery, fencing, tap dancing, and more. We talk about the process, shout out her kids, and I learned how to pronounce her last name, finally, after about 20 years or so. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this uber-mindful episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. Anything that starts with F-U... Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah! It all just clicked. So furious, f you, and curious. I see you. My story. And when our children tell our story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my t hips were so tight. Hips. Hips. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so tight. That's gonna be in the open. No control. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells your story? I feel better with it now, after being at the Golden Door. Um, but it's always been a struggle. Do you think it'll ever stop? I hope. Yeah. No, so that's the goal. That's the hope of everything. Yeah. Is that the baggage gets lighter and the trauma gets released? Yeah. Less. <laughs> All right, we'll I, don't, I don't do shout outs. You don't have What's to. What's a shout out? It's just what you just did. Hey, Jade McKenna. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence. This is Tony on the mic. Today, we have a very refreshed guest, someone who's just spent some time being spiritually, emotionally, and physically recharged at the Golden Door. Is that right? That's correct. Erica Benish. Benish? Benish? Banish. Banish. Think of Danish, but with a, with a B. B. I'm just going to leave that in so everybody knows how to say it. Or I might cut it out. <laughs> Let's see. You just got back from a tremendous spa visit. That is correct. Do you want to talk about why you went? Sure. I was uh, feeling overwhelmed, out of control, and needed some time. Um, my family was slowly imploding, and I felt like I might have been part of it. Okay. And part of the problem. So I left to become a better mom okay and instead i'm became a better person i don't think they're mutually exclusive are they unless you go back home and say screw you family i'm going to live at golden door but <laughs> which is a possibility that <laughs> place was, was magical <laughs> <laughs> i'm no. certain it was happier than disneyland they say disneyland is the happiest place on earth but i have to imagine that was better yes especially for an adult absolutely yeah. so uh, we'll get into the amenities in a bit, but essentially, this is like a top shelf uh, spa here in Southern California in San Marcos. San Marcos. San Marcos. And do you see any celebrities? No celebrities. Oh, I know. Man, that would have been cool. So, but I guess you had to sign something, right? To say you wouldn't talk to them or there's a code of conduct or something before you went? There's a code of conduct. You can't talk to any celebrities, take pictures of them, and just leave them alone. Yeah, that's you mean be a decent human. human. Yeah, good. So you, I know you came down and you're excited. You you got picked up in a limo. 
Actually, yeah. it wasn't quite a limo, but it might as it well. It wasn't been. a stretch limo. No, right. Yes, it was a very. <laughs> now, were there manicurists and pedicures in the car? No, I was oh, all by man. myself. You had to wait till you got there. I had to wait till I got there. <laughs> I, but I did get a, a a bottle of water in the car. In the car, you got a bottle of water here, Tony yeah. on the mic. I still do. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, we provide the same type service as Golden Door. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now you got picked up. Tell me what happened just as you got close. Like, did you pull up? Did, was it amazing? Actually, you wouldn't know it's there. You're driving down a highway. I don't know which highway it was. And all of a sudden, they pull off. And it's 777. There's a golden door. And there's two green gates. And the gates were open. And there was a gentleman waiting, security, to check you off the list. In and case said, you made the wrong turn. I'm Erica Banish. Yes. See, I said that right that time? You did, yeah. yeah. You're only been my cousin for 50-something years, but I finally... Well, you haven't been married 50-something years, so... I have not been married you gotta that you got to give me a good 30 years to learn how to say <laughs> your last name. Okay, so you get to the door. Security says, hello, Princess Banish. Banish? Mm -hmm. Damn it. I'm going to have a hard time with this. You're here? Then what? They said, welcome to the Golden Door. And then we pulled up to actual Golden Doors. Really? Yes. Nice. And... What was on the was Willy Wonka on the other side? Oh, that's Golden Ticket. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there was a couple Oompa Loompas waiting nice. to greet me. Nice. <laughs> Veruca Salt was there. You what? know, now she shouldn't have been there. She <laughs> I know have she's been naughty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, so you were telling me about, and I made you stop. We were talking about this casually. And I said, "Hang on, this is going to be great. Let's record this so people can hear what it's like." You're telling me about a, a herbal wrap. Tell me, tell me about the herbal wrap. Yeah, so uh, part of the program is you get two herbal wraps. It's uh, rosemary soaked, and then in boiling water, they have all these blankets. And then you go into a room, you strip down to where you're comfortable. I was naked pretty much the whole time because That'd that's be me. the I'd way to go. Close, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was naked till you got back. I'm like, oh boy, no, somebody's here. I got to get dressed. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes. Appreciate yeah. it. You're welcome, audience. <laughs> So you lay down, they put uh, towels over you, and then they start putting these boiling hot towels on top of you. And then once they're all done, they snug you up like a burrito and say, we'll be back and we'll check on you. And when I was in there, part of my lower belly started on fire. Now it's on the right side. So if there's any doctors listening, you probably know exactly what's happening. <laughs> now, when you say on fire... Like, like the whole thing was hot, right? Because everything hot was hot, but this was just like burning. Was it pain, like ba pain burning, or was it just just really hot, hot. Okay. really hot? But only in that spot, I was able to move my hand there, and my hand didn't get hot. So I knew that it wasn't the towels burning me right, okay. or something like that. And so I said, "Well, I, clearly I need this." And so I went through, and fifteen minutes later. They came in and unwrapped me and off I went to the next thing. And I was, you know, like, well, I better go into the um, steam room to continue my detox. Right. But I looked down at my belly and I have the size of a probably seven ounce steak of that's maybe <laughs> that's an, an inch thick, right? right? Like red blotch on my belly. And I was like, ooh. And then I asked around, I said, what's right here? And I said, is it the kidney? And they're like, no, the kidneys are in the back. <laughs> 
And it was like, oh, it's the liver. And I oh. went, ah. So it it went away. It was not a burn. People it went away it, in minutes, in, in hours, in hours. Okay, so yeah. by dinner or whatever it was done. by archery, it was almost gone. Okay, so what time was archery? Two hour archery was at three o'clock. The herbal wrap was noon to uh, twelve thirty. Okay, so so a couple hours. Yeah, a couple nice. hours. It went away and was gone. And what I decided was, well, if I could get extra herbal wraps. I'm going to ask for them. And so I went and asked and it just so happened that they had extra space the next two days. So nice. I signed up because it seemed to me that maybe my liver needed some extra detox. detox. Yeah. That's a past we need to delve into. Uh, <laughs> and then a second time you did it, did it get red again? Did it, no, it did no. not. Hmm. And then and third time? Third time, fourth time. Weird. So it was localized on the liver, and, mm -hmm. the, and it, it was red. That's what they say. It's like uh, with cupping and everything, too, that the first couple times you do it, it gets really dark, and then yes. each time it gets progressively less dark. Yes. And they're they're pulling toxins out of your liver, which your liver is supposed to take toxins, so you got double detox because your liver detoxed it, and then it took it from your liver. Exactly. Feel any different? Did you feel anything? Did you? I, I mean, overall, you look like a new person from when you left. You left from here, to yeah. be clear, and then were picked up here. <laughs> but you... You know, you came here a little frazzled. Yeah, and uh, I was. You, you are significantly less frazzled now. That is correct. All right. So what? What else did this include? You said uh, massage, steam room, therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. um, what was the most beneficial part for you that you know that you think? Well, you don't have to narrow it down to one either. I mean, you can. I'm not sure I could narrow it down okay. to one. You know, if I look at the nuggets of information that I received throughout the whole week. Um, you know, in general, I'm a pretty good eater. But um, what I would find is by the end of the night, I would be starving and then I would have no self-control and then eat what's ever in the pantry. And what I learned was, um, well, just so the audience knows, I'm gluten intolerant. So I've given up pasta and Whoa. any all things gluten. <sighs> And instead of replacing it with like a, a gluten-free replacement, I would, as an example, use spinach as the base for a pasta sauce, okay. which one would think, oh, that's not bad. Like you're getting more greens. This more is iron, great. A little this, a little that, yeah. Exactly. And, and it was wonderful, but this it is didn't have, this is at home. Okay. This It doesn't have the staying power um, of a carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. So now gluten eliminates most carbs are you do you consider yourself pretty carb free well i mean i can have potatoes and rice yeah. and whatnot okay. but so. if it has gluten in it i i stay away from it mm -hmm. and the interesting thing so what did i when did i arrive here sunday. saturday sunday no saturday so saturday. saturday when i arrived we went and um had a little dinner i guess it was more of a lunch at yeah we had a bad dinner Ooh. and we're gonna do it again tonight <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I can do it. You don't have to. You can just sit and talk. Yeah. But we're going to, yeah, we're going out to dinner. But I, so I'm also dairy intolerant, but I had dairy and I had gluten before I left. And so, then sorry. I'm sorry. every day I didn't have it because they have a chef there that makes what you need and they now, take care of all of your, do they suggest or how does that work? You just most of their things are, are gluten-free anyhow and then i just if there was dairy i just asked for it not no to be dairy. included okay but all of their sauces they did not make with dairy wow 
So it was just if there was added cheese. But on day five, I they accidentally put cheesecake in front of me <gasps> at the end. And I was like, mm, I'm going to be naughty. And I took the teeniest tiniest, like we're talking like this, like the, the fingernail guys, the fingertip of yeah. my pinky bite. And within five minutes, I had to excuse myself and leave. Wow. Yes. Wow. So I would not do that tonight. No. <laughs> well, and what I realized is I had been cheating with gluten all along. Like, right. let's, I try to tell people I'm dairy free. And then it's like, the reality is, is I sneak a little here and I sneak right. a little there. And I, I wasn't. Now, let me ask you, I think that's, that's my philosophy, not necessarily with gluten, but fats and sugars and a lot of foods that I'm, I'm not anything free. But I think that if you cut the vast majority of most of that stuff out, it does pretty good. Do you do you feel like even a little bit really hinders your comfort and health levels? Well, that clearly proved it because I hadn't had it for five days. I had Could a little a bit of cheesecake, which wow. has cream cheese in it. And it sent me... How long? How long did it take you to recover from that morsel I just, of I had cheesecake? to get it out of my system and then I was better. Okay. Wow. So you had a chef... Mm-hmm. And a masseuse. Yes. Tell me tell me about the masseuse. Was it deep tissue? Did you get to order what you wanted? Was it shiatsu? What was You could it? order what you wanted between okay. three different ones. A deep tissue, a Swedish massage, or a Thai massage. Oh, what's a Thai massage? Well, that's where you're fully clothed and you lay on the floor on a Thai mat. And then they work with you. Uh, and it's a massage and stretching at the oh, same okay. time. Which one did you do? Or did you do different ones? Well, I started with the deep tissue, and on the last day, I did the Thai massage. How was that? It was good. I wish I would have done it a little earlier mm -hmm. and then finished up with the That's what I, yeah. deep tissue. That would have been, if given all the choices, I would have thought that would be the way to go. It's because the idea of having a personal stretcher slash massager is so appealing. It's, you know, it just changes everything. A good stretch. I was talking to my friend Jim. I stretch a lot. I stretch pretty much morning and evening. And then I take a couple classes and do things. And I'm always stretching. I'm trying to stay relatively limber as I'm pushing the big 6-0. And there's such a difference in just like when you back up the car, looking over your shoulder, you know, looking back. <laughs> yeah. Just things like that. And and you're d reaching up to shelves and tying your shoe. And, and when I'm not stretching, it only takes a day or two to feel like I've never stretched in my life. Absolutely. So having someone do that. Do you, now, did you take anything away from that? Were there stretches that you feel, ooh, I need to do this. This will be good at home. Things that you could take with you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my t hips were so tight. <laughs> hips. Hips, yes. Okay. <laughs> so tight. That's going to be in the open. <laughs> Your hips were tight. Yes. And, and so just some of the stretches that they showed to do to really open that up. Now, did inner hips, outer hips... Because to me, my outer hips are fairly flexible, but the groin inner hip, if I try and move a lot of that, oh, it's, you know, it's like steel cables trying to get them to loosen up. Well, at least you're even because I have the outer hip on one side. Oh, no. And then the it's more of the back hip on the other side. Huh. So it's not even for me. Oh, that's awful. It, it, it's awful because it impacts the way you walk. It impacts what you yeah. sit. It impacts the way, you, you know, you do so much. Uh, I'm still battling a little plantar fasciitis, and it's it's getting there. It's almost gone, mm. but when it when it flares up, it's on the bottom of your foot. You can't walk. 
Yeah. You know, so you start like shifting your weight and walking on the outside or the ball of your foot and then that starts hurt and then your knees start to hurt. And, and then your hips start hurting. Then every, yeah, and then the hip bones connect to the backbone, <laughs> the backbones connect to the neck bone. In your quest to be a better mom that at some point you may have abandoned to just become a better person, at what point, I mean, did you go in thinking mom stuff? Did you go in thinking or did you go in thinking get rid of baggage, get rid of blockages, and, and that way I can reach through? Yeah, I was really looking to, how do I connect with my children? They're adopted, so we have the adoption challenge. And I just wanted, I want it to be the best for them possible. Right. And if I was causing issues that were making them not do well or not be successful, right. I wanted to fix that if I could. But what I realized in going through this, that I have my own trauma that I need to work through and my own baggage. And until I do that, until I take care of myself, how can I take care of anybody else? And, you know, one of the things, so I've never been a morning person and I was up for a 545 hike almost every day, all but one day. Six out of seven. Not bad. Not bad. And what I realized is I was trying to save time for myself at the end of the day. Um, but as the kids get older, they stay up later. Yes. And so when they go to bed at 10, now I'm 10 to midnight. And that's like a really bad time to be that's awake. That's awful. And so what I've realized and what I want to take away from this is maybe be, I want to become a morning person and take my time before anybody gets up. Yeah. Because if I do that, I could go on a walk. I could go on a hike. I could go to yoga and be back before anybody was awake. That's perfect. And meditate. And meditate. Yeah. Did you meditate at this? Thing? We did meditate. How often? Uh, it was every day. Oh, every day. How mm -hmm. And how long? Uh some were 45 minutes, wow. some was a half hour. A 45 minute meditation is huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm still I'm still working on my meditation routine and it's probably if I if I get 15 minutes in practice and 11ish are good, I consider that a success. It's well, hard still to shut down. One nugget that I took away from that is longevity versus length explain so the idea is doing something every day builds the longevity builds the habit builds oh, the ritual okay. the length of time doesn't matter if you say i want to walk every day or i'm going to walk an hour every day the day you can't walk an hour Feels you're like going to failure. feel failure right and instead you say i'll go for 10 minutes and what i've decided is i'm going to take time for myself in the morning okay I don't know what that looks like is, will I go to yoga? Maybe. Will I go walk? Perhaps. But that's the time that's going to be for me versus waiting till the end of the day when I'm depleted. I want everybody to go to bed right. and then it's 10 to midnight, the bewitching hour of the pantry. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that that's funny. And I would offer this encouragement. I am a notorious lifetime snacker. And my my trigger to not snack was simply guilt. It was self-imposed guilt. Like, if you do this, you're just weak. You're telling me that 
Rice Krispie treats are stronger than you are. You're telling me that, you know, ice cream is stronger than you are. You can have some ice cream. Have it at 6 o'clock. You can have your cookies. Have it at noon. And in small doses in moderation. But if you go at 9, 30, 10, 11 o'clock at night, open the pantry and eat something bad. And and that's for me. That's how I respond. I respond to the challenge of, no, nope, Rice Krispie treats are not going to beat me. You know, this white chocolate macadamia cookie is not going to beat me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat you tomorrow. You got some. <laughs> And and that helps. And I and you just have to be mindful. I think every time, every time I open the pantry, every time I open the refrigerator, every time I do that, I think and I'm mindful. It took a while to get to this spot, but I'm just mindful of what I'm about to do. And even if I do have a cheeseburger or, you know, whatever it is, it's OK. I'm I'm mindful and I know that it's not representing a gigantic part of my diet. You know, it's right. it's this one time. But I, I am. And it's it's so funny. I went one night and lost. I lost the battle to some trail mix with the and not the good trail mix with the chocolate chips and the, you know, the M and M's. M and M's, yeah. And and for two weeks I was lost and I was eating every night because that habit so easily reignited. It was yes. so easy to slip back into it. All right, time to go to bed. Let me eat something and then go to bed, which is the worst thing you could do. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what your eating look like throughout the day. So uh, most mornings I would have a dairy-free, dairy gluten-free uh, steel-cut oats, yeah. which they cook the steel-cut oats with the milk. And so that didn't bother you? Richer, well, it would be the dairy-free milk in my Okay. Case. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, of course. But it became richer and creamier. Yeah. And then they put flax seeds on top and then had a side of almonds and currants or um, golden raisins. Um, Not just regular raisins, folks. This is a special place. Golden. Well, raisins. it is the golden door. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and um, they would. And so you mix that in. They had their own honey and you could add that in. There was a fresh squeezed orange juice and then um, a French press of coffee. Did other people have different things. Did other people have French toast? So every day you had three choices for breakfast. Uh, one was the steel cut oats. One was yogurt with granola and berries. And then the third was the chef's special. And so depending on what that was would determine whether or not I would eat it. Give me an example of one chef's special. Sourdough French toast. Nice. Yeah. A little sausage and bacon and. No sausage or no. bacon. No. 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 Hash browns. No. Some <laughs> This place sucks. Now, the, the most interesting thing, though, is I never felt hungry until right before the next meal. Oh, wow. Until the day I ate now, the yogurt. Was it on a relatively rigid schedule? You ate at the same time every day? 7.45, uh, they would drop off the breakfast. Okay. So you would eat alone in your room. And then uh, they had a potassium broth at 10.50. <laughs> No, no, sorry. so good. No way so, something called potassium broth tastes good. So good. I have the recipe. I wanted to make it with you. All right. We'll make it as soon as we're done recording. Okay. I'll let you know, folks, on another future episode <laughs> how this potassium broth is. And I'm going to go on with an open mind. I'm sorry that I reacted in a knee-jerk fashion to something that sounded really, really gross. Okay. And then we would have lunch at 1 o'clock and a juice and vegetable break at 3.50. And then 6.15 was appetizers followed by dinner. Now, did you dinner alone or group tables? How did that work? That was a group tables. Okay. So sometimes it was a long table. Sometimes it was tables of five or six. Mm -hmm. And did you did you meet anybody there? Did you? Did I you... met a lot of amazing women. Hmm. Yeah, it's fascinating. And I will say, you know, when I first met people, I would be like, mm, 
who's that person? Or, you know, make somebody said, oh, this is my fifth time coming. And I really, in my mind, I said, well, that's a little indulgent. It's expensive. It is expensive. It costs a pretty penny. Yeah. And you want to tell us how much? Uh, you don't it, have what, to. I can't. Well, but it's up to you. I mean, you could look it gonna, up. Because I'm telling you, as soon as you say it out loud, I'm going to roll my eyes and make fun of you. So, go Okay. Ahead. So, it was um, $11,000 no! plus taxes and tips. No! <laughs> See, I told you I was going to make fun of you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and you're saying these people five, six times and things yeah. like that? There were two women there this week that had been there for their 10th time, they received a plaque that will hang out as part of um, the wind chimes in the bamboo forest. Wow. There so, are six people who've been there a hundred times. No. Yes. A hundred times, what was it, 10,000 for easy math, that's like a billion dollars. Well, a million, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a million dollars. I know. That's crazy talk. I know. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Again, this was a once in a lifetime trip for me. Okay, I'm still just stunned with the hundred times or whatever you said. That's <laughs> bananas. <laughs> so, <laughs> when when you saw these women, you said it was indulgent, and were you a little judgy? Were you like, I I, I felt like I was what? a little oh, judgy, and okay. then kind of like I'm doing to you right now. Yeah, pretty okay. much. <laughs> And I felt really bad about it. And every last one of them, sweetest person yeah. out there, so nice. We were all there for the same thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and that just builds a community. Hmm. It does. Now, do you think any of these people you will be in contact with again? Absolutely. Um, did you have a best friend? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know <laughs> You don't have to pick just one because I would intentionally find the other nine and say, how come you're not her best friend? <laughs> uh, all right. You know what? We're going to take a quick break and we're going to reset and we're going to talk about the therapy and the things you talked about and things that might have helped you and things that moved you forward and hopefully closer to your goal of being a better mom slash person and getting rid of some of that baggage. My guest, Erica Banish. Hey. hey. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we oh. are back. Caught my guest by surprise. No headphones. You with me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the primary reason you went was, although this all factors in as part of therapy, but a therapy, a, a mental cleansing, a mental approach to try and help. What did you expect and what did you get? I don't know if I had any expectations of what it was going to be, but it just, it seemed like the right thing. The first uh, night we had um, soulful intentions. And so we went around and we talked and we built- And how many people in this, like is a circle? Is it like a circle of people? Yeah, there was 33 women in total at the whole, the whole resort. All women the now, whole time. Are men allowed? Yes, they do have men weeks okay. and they also have co-ed co weeks. weeks. But if you were to go with your spouse, yeah. you have separate rooms. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Crazy talk. <laughs> But they do put you close together so you can sneak, sneak back in. and forth okay. if you need right. to. <laughs> and okay. it was it was really talking about soulful intentions. And then together we did these what's called an I am statement. So, I mean, oftentimes like, oh, I am a knucklehead. I am this. And 
and you say it's all negative and this negative self-talk isn't healthy for anybody. So turning it around and coming up with things that are, you may not be there in the moment, but that's what you want. So you're setting that intention for the future. Putting it out in the universe. Saying, Putting it out in the universe. I am a superstar. Yes, exactly. I am going to buy a house. Yes, you are. I am going to lose six more pounds. Great. Yeah, maybe more, but that's my next goal. Let's see. I am going to coach the first ever Grossmont High School girls football team, flag football. That's a little long. No, no. That's Oh, that whole thing is too long for a statement? I am a good coach. Is that better? No? God, I should have gone. Can I I borrow 11 grand? (laughs) I had an idea. We could do a GoFundMe for Tony on the mic for the Golden Door. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I think we should. I'm in. I mean, I can't endorse it because it's not like I'm, I'm in. I don't care. Golden Door. That's a lot of money, though. And I want to go at least 10 times so I can get a wind chime. So raise a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me an example of an I am statement that was I am than mine. grateful. I oh, am creative. Okay. okay. I am loved. I am blessed. If you were thinking, I'm not healthy, then your I am statement would be, I am healthy. Because again, you want to spin to the positive and put that out there. And so one of the things that we did was um, write a letter or well, we were supposed to write what we wanted out of the week and then read it when we. Oh, like your first day you wrote it down on the last day you shared it with everyone. Yeah. Of what you wanted to get out of the week. And I said, well, can I write a letter to myself? And they said, yeah, of course. Absolutely. And so I wrote the letter and basically said, I'm so proud of you that you were able to complete so many items and learn so much more about yourself. I'm proud of you that you didn't go on your computer. You didn't play your favorite game (laughs) and you focused on what was important. And there were a few more things in there, but it was basically what I wanted the intentions I wanted to be free from Netflix for the week and free from the game I like to play for the the game it's called Paradise Island 2 it's completely silly but I picked it up a year and a half ago on a five-week trip to Europe and I haven't put it down (laughs) say it again Paradise Paradise Island 2 2 not 1 not 1 okay 1 I don't even know if there's a 1 it probably isn't Okay, so you wrote that letter. And I think that's a manifestation also of, and again, what people don't understand, and some of my problems is you go home and let's say you start integrating a lot of this into your life. And then one night you you watch a movie on Netflix. There are short-sighted haters and people in the world who will say, oh, thought you were trying to be this and that. And the journey is never to be perfect. The journey is to be better. Yeah. And every day have a little better. And 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 again, if you're mindful and say, ah, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie and that's okay. And, and watching a show or is show, not yeah, bad. Right, right. Exactly. And it's. And but it, doing it to escape your life or that's all you're doing is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. When it's. Yeah. When it covers things up. So I agree. And again, 
minimize some of the bad. And just, again, be mindful of the choices you're making. Yeah. And, then, and I think one of my favorite things is when you drive, you pass thousands of cars every day. Thousands. Every day. Well, I do, especially because I drive a lot. But and fast. I don't drive fast. I drive the speed limit. Okay. Recommend. Shanna drives fast. Okay. She's a speed demon. But, <laughs> um, and then one car will cut you off or swerve or do something. And the reaction is, man, people can't drive. Or you could say they must be in a hurry to get someplace. Now, that's what we say. I was teaching my friend Jim to say that. But the, and that's again, changing, they must be in a hurry. Maybe they're lost. You know, I could have been lost. I'm on MapQuest. Like, is it this turn? Is it the next? Or MapQuest? Tells you how old I am. <laughs> what, what do they have now? Maps, Google Maps and Apple Maps and all the maps. Yeah. And it says, turn right on whatever. And I'm trying to read the sign. Is this it? Is this it? So I'm slowing down. And somebody behind me is honking. Because, what are you, stupid? So I remember that when it switched. So if somebody's slowing down in front of me, I'm like, oh, they might be lost. They might, you know, maybe their kid dropped something in the back seat. Maybe, you know, who knows what's going on. And I think that approaching situations with grace is always always the way to go. But the the perception that, that too many people carry is, again, that that one even bad driver. Let's say it was a bad driver. Let's say it's just somebody who didn't care about anything. It doesn't offset the other 9,999 drivers you passed that did. They were doing good. Driving, doing the right thing, gave yep. you a wave, not emerged. So I think we need to focus on, again, be mindful of of the good. And of the and the good is the norm. It's right. not the exception. Right. You know, finding a, a good person or a good driver in this metaphor, it's the norm. You know, you pass millions of good drivers and you pass a handful of bad drivers and it colors your whole distance. All right. So you uh, mindfulness was a big thing you were saying. Absolutely. Um, What else? What else was in the therapy? Did it get personal? Did you get did you go? Did you cry? Not until the last couple of days. Did you cry because you were leaving or you cry because you reached a deep spot inside? A deep spot inside. How much do you want to share? She's crying right now, folks. (laughs) So one of the sessions that I went to was 12 mindful months at home and how to take the golden door home. And, you know, we kind of talked through it and I'm, I'm going to take a look at my notes. So I remember some of the things that they said, but a key thing was, you know, really taking time for the positive and to foster positive experiences. Nice. And, um, and then take time to decompress and then I, I really like this. This was furious to curious. So mm. you move from, and they also, the short piece of that is F you to see you. Like the furious to curious. So you're mad and then you. Anything you that become, starts with F you. Oh, F. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it all just clicked. So furious F you and curious. I see you. Mm-hmm. I, oh, wow. Exactly. I'm getting exactly. some free therapy here. <laughs> and another one was reconnect with your soul, not your role. Huh. And give me an example. What does that mean in real? What does that mean? How does that translate? So, so often I'm the mother, I'm the wife, I'm the this, I'm the that. And it's not about that. It's not about your role. It's about you as a human. And if you reconnect with yourself, then all of these other things become very easy ah. to do. So it's going to be easy when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely the hope. The hope. And um, your kids are how old is the oldest? Uh, 13. 13. Oh. And then your youngest is? She'll be 12 on Tuesday. Wow. I have that on my calendar. 
So I know. Shout out. I know it's on my calendar. <laughs> um, you're in for some hard years. <laughs> I hope you find a lot of balance because those, those teenage years, especially 13-ish to 18, 19, mm-hmm. which I guess is all of the teenage years, yeah. are they're just horrible. And they're horrible for them. <laughs> Because they're they don't know who they are. They're feeling things they've never felt. Their emotions. Their everything is changing. They're trying to find themselves. I heard they're... it gets better in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> everybody's different, of course. Um, my children, speaking just for me and, and my small group of friends, is after high school it got significantly better, and then after twenty one. When they're able to do all the things they think they can want to do and make a lot of their own choices, it gets much better. Yeah. But until then, you're going to need eight more golden doors. Nine, so you can get your wind chimes. <laughs> all right. So know, know your soul, not your role. Yeah. And I think that really hit home with me. Mm. And I started weeping up and a tear, like, you know, those hot tears when you haven't cried for a while, they just come out and it's like, oh, it's, it's on fire. you're a robot. You're a... I'm not a robot. You are a I am emo- not a robot. <laughs> You're an emotionless robot. <laughs> and it was a malfunction that caused you to cry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. But that made me realize that this wasn't about being a better mom. This was about saving myself and connecting with myself and healing myself. And, um, and that's how I'm going to be a better mom. It's not the act of just doing that it's the act of being a better person yeah yeah i think the foundation of everything is yourself start yeah. with yourself the base of yourself and uh but they don't teach that they don't teach any of this unless you go to the golden door yeah in your 50s are you 50 you're 50 54 wow i know <laughs> you're like super old <laughs> i'm younger than you significantly yes <laughs> um, my birth my next birthday starts with a six so that's gonna be brutal Okay, so what else to see in, in in terms of the 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 physical talking therapist therapy? Mm-hmm. Was it you in a room alone with a therapist, and for how long and how often? No, there was oh, no was individual therapy sessions okay. unless you happened to uh, add on a one on one session, uh-huh. or you nobody else went to the session. Did that happen for you at all? Or was it? Or there always a few people in there? There was always at least one or two people there. I mean, today was probably like the biggest breakthrough when we was like, how do we go home? And a lot of it's just these preconceived notions. And, you know, we talked about trauma, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when But when I got here and this, the lady that was there helping us, the, the mindfulness coach was just amazing. I mean, she brought three of us well, two of us to tears, and the other one shared a secret she's never told anyone of trauma that she had in her life. And wow. she was in her 70s. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, there's a lot to say about the comfort level that you would have to be a 70-ish-year-old person sharing something you've never shared yeah. with essentially strangers who you've known for a week. Right. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, that was powerful so you cried then too is that i did cry so how many times do you think you cried over under five under five under five mm-hmm. okay uh, and then the la- the last one so it was three times and three. the last one was saying goodbye oh that was that doesn't count it doesn't okay. no because that's not internal that's you know 
Everybody cries when you say goodbye. Not everybody. I do. I'm going to cry when you leave. You're going to be bawling when I leave. <laughs> uh, then, and again, it was all women. Now, you said you had a Watsu massage. Am I saying that right? I did, yeah, Watsu. Watsu. Tell me about that. What is that? So this is in a heated pool, and you're with... God, it must have been miserable up there. It was miserable. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, you you're to be a wet noodle... And then you're just moved by the masseuse. And some people said it was like a, a lie, like a rebirth experience, or somebody said they had a, like a death experience, but not in a bad way. I did not experience either one of those. Um, I felt like it was more like the sensual dance, but not in a weird way. We were able in this, what I'll call a dance my limbs were moving in ways they've never moved before. So, like, and my hips hold oh. your like under armpits and, and sway you. How did so it, how you did had it? two things around your knees, the flotation devices. Oh, oh okay. And then, right. uh, then Lupe was her name. She held me and she was very maternal. And, you know, there was one point where my head was like on her chest and I was just there and it was just so peaceful yeah. And so lovely. And my hip, like it opened up my hip, which is a problem saying, area yeah, for me. Saying, yeah. It's funny, like when Valerie comes down, she's having trouble with mobility and everything. But I'm telling you, she gets in the pool and she's a whole different person. And she's yeah. mobile and energetic and you could just see all the change. So hopefully you can have her down for another good bit this summer and do some more water rehab. Water's great. So you call it a massage though, is it a... Again, it's a traditional massage is someone rubbing your muscles with their thumbs or whatever. Right. And was this more of a like it's shaking out laundry of, type stuff? Uh, shaking out laundry probably sounds my violent. a little violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be more of just swishing something around in the water. Uh, there was some rubbing that went on. Um, but again, it's not like a traditional massage in the sense of they're just working your your muscles now did you only do that once i did yeah Yeah, there was it was only offered eight times so i was lucky Uh, to get in okay yeah how often were most things offered eight times over seven days that's not very much right for 33 people yeah so not everybody got one now when you went when you went did you go and say i'm gonna try everything i can or did you say i really want whatever i so that was an add-on okay uh, so you paid extra for it and a lot of people did a lot of add-ons mm-hmm. what were uh, some of the other add-ons you could have a tarot card reading what yeah astrology wouldn't, card reading. wouldn't like it i don't know tarot cards always just seems like it'd be more scary than helpful well, for the people who had it, it was really helpful. Really? Really. I, I mean, I know, all I know about tarot cards is Dark Lady from Cher from like 1974. Do you know that song? I'm not that old. Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Dark lady laughed and danced and lit the candles one by one. But it's a scary song. 
And it's a tarot. She's reading cards and everything. So maybe I'll try it. Maybe I'll try it. I mean, I, I'm up at, at this point in my life. I'm up to try just about anything. You know, I want to try it. I want to. So tarot card. And that costs extra? It did. It would seem like of all the stuff, that would be the most accessible. No? I don't know. So <laughs> what, are, what are some of the other extras? Or is that all the extras? that you can think of oh no there's a whole book of extras really yeah wow how many extras did you do i only did one just the waku watsu watsu and then you did something called yoga nidri yeah no good yoga nidra nidra yes usually i have a script folks and i've done some research and everything but this is very off the cuff so allow me a little latitude when it comes to pronouncing some of the stuff <laughs> yoga nidri nidra, nidra. Nidra, Vanish. You got it. <laughs> yeah, tell me about yoga Nidra. It is a meditative yoga where you lay down. Now, I will say that both times I fell asleep. And are you supposed to? That... You can. And the instructor said they got bonus points if I fell asleep. Oh, nice. So, so good. You helped them out. Yeah. So when the end, when it was over, everybody was looking at me and I was still sleeping. Oh, no. <laughs> So now what? Does somebody nudge you and say, Psst. is there a bell? Like class, you got to go to the next group? <laughs> no, there's no bell. <laughs> I just, I sensed it was over and I woke up. Okay. And then I saw everybody. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you got the little drool down your side of your face. Probably, yeah. yeah. Maybe like a nickel stuck to your cheek because it fell out of your pocket before you laid down. I, yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So any other, in terms of that type of massage, yoga, anything else stuck out about that stuff? Uh, so they did have a labyrinth. They actually had two labyrinths. With David Bowie? No, David Bowie Did you Bowie get that reference? I did get that Okay, reference. good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they had one that you hiked to. And before you would go in, you would walk clockwise around the labyrinth and then you would stop and receive, there was a, a bag of um, rocks that each had a word on it. And then you picked your rock and that was your intention. And, okay. or, you know, and it random? Speak to random you, you picked? It random, okay. yes. And so you could look at it then. You could um, look at it at the middle or at the end. Whenever you wanted to, you could look at it. And I chose to go through the labyrinth not knowing what it was okay. and then i looked at it in the middle and then walked back and contemplated it and thought about it and there was actually one that somebody had left in the middle but i never looked at that but some people did oh. because you could swap if you didn't if you felt like it didn't meet connect with it. and connect with yeah. it what was your word authentic oh. oh okay yeah and that connected it did connect. Yeah. yeah. There was one uh, person who had been there the year before and um, and then came again this year. And both times she got the same rock. Really? Really. How many, how many were there? Roughly. 30 something rocks yeah. with different. All had different words. All had different wow. words. Yes. That's either pretty big coincidence or the universe trying to tell you something. It was the universe. That's what I believe. Yeah. I believe. I'm a believer in that. That. Um, 
universe tells us a lot of things. We we'll, we just need to listen more. Yeah, and they say that it gets louder if you're not listening. Really? Yeah. Well, then it's getting quiet because I'm listening. I got my <laughs> ear pressed to the little glass bottle. Mm-hmm. I'm listening through the door. So, <laughs> uh, any other contemplative brain stuff before we go to the activities? Uh, so then on the last night, they had uh, another labyrinth and a water ceremony. And in the water ceremony, you had rice paper and you could write what you wanted to release out to the universe. Mm-hmm. You could write what you wanted or you could wish for somebody else. Oh. And so um, you wish I for me, didn't you? I did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, so I put something I wanted to release, and then I did two wishes for two of the women there that um, had some pretty big breakthroughs. Wow. And do you feel like you had a breakthrough? I do. Do you? Yeah. Now, when you say pretty big, though, not quite as big as them? It just came at a different time. Like, mm. one of mine came today. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it was it was super powerful. Um and yeah, I, it's, I don't know. Um, okay. That last part was riveting radio. Why don't you try and share with us what you're, <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, what are you talking? So, so they asked for us to, to kind of write some things down that we've heard over and over and over our, in our life and kind of those negative things and not general generalities but like specific times and instances and then they would take we would take that and kind of break it down and she would walk through it and then um when we were when we were ready for it we would do uh, talk to ourselves so we would thank ourselves we'd say i love you i'm sorry i forgive you and um and that you may talk to you're like little Tony or for, in my case, little Erica. And um, you probably hated little Tony. He was a terror. Little Tony was cute. Okay. <laughs> Again, this is my cousin. We've known each other well, a long time. Yeah. 50 years. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, um, so I had a chat with little Erica and I was sobbing and you know, the sob where like it's your nose. <laughs> no, not like that, but like oh. my nose was running. Okay. So That's not a little good. gross, but, uh, <laughs> and I, I basically. So not, hey, let's get back to the sobbing. Okay. Were you, were you fighting it? Or were you, or, or did at some point did it finally just flood? It I've... just, it just flooded and it was so powerful. Like, oh, this is like one of those traumas that's like made me who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I've just dealt with my dealt with it my entire life. And um, and so basically, you know, they were like they asked me to share. And, um, you know, I was a chubby kid and have struggled my whole life with weight. And even at my thinnest, I thought I was fat. Hmm. And so you were smoking back in your Air Force days. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I was fat. Wow. And so it's it's one of those things that just sort of sits with you. And so um, sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. And, you know, so it was always like you can't have the cookies and you can't have this because you're, you know, fat. Right. And uh, and so I've just always struggled with it. And I'm always thinking about it. 
And that's just not a, it's a toxic place to be. And so I was just able to kind of release it. And so then as we did this piece to ourselves, I, I talked to little Erica and I said, it's okay to have a cookie. It's okay to have a dessert. And I'm here with you and I can guide you through that. And, and just kind of, you know, to give peace to food, which is always an enemy. Hmm. You still feel like food is an enemy? I feel better with it now after being at the Golden Door. Um, but it's always been a struggle. Do you think it'll ever stop? I hope. Yeah. No, so that's the goal. That's the hope of everything. Yeah. Is that the baggage gets lighter and the trauma gets released yeah. less. All right. We're going to let her get herself together. We're going to give her a Kleenex, wipe off her tears, <laughs> maybe get a drink of water. Then we're going to come back and talk about some of the crazy fun activities that she did when she was there. A lot of stuff to do. Did all the stuff cost extra too or was it all no. pretty much included? All included. Good. Good. That's inclusive. And then after that short segment, we're going to talk about the electric chair. She's got a plan. You all know the drill. Electric chair question coming up after the last break. Oh, man. I was hoping that she was going to blow her nose and that was going to be our entrance back to the show. <laughs> Instead, we'll do it the traditional way. We are back. <laughs> Erica Banish coming off the Golden Door Magical Mystery Tour. It was a wonderful week. And some of the fun stuff, and this is stuff you can do now at home or with your friends or anytime. Tell me some of the stuff that you did, just physical fun activities. Well, they had pickleball. Pickleball. Have everybody you, loves pickleball. Yeah. I've everybody knows. It. Do you know what it is? Yeah. My friend has a pickleball court. You oh, want to go play? Yeah. I'd love to go right. play. So, it's so much fun. Yeah, it was. It's a cross between tennis and... Ping pong. Ping pong. Kinda. Yeah. With yeah. a wiffle ball. Yeah. And uh, it's just... It's fun because it's, it's a smaller court than tennis. The rules are about the same, I guess. Uh, a little odd how you call it out, but it's, it's just... What, how do you call it out? You say your score, their score, and the server number. Oh. And you always get two serves except for the first oh, time. You lost serving. already. Yeah. I thought when you meant call it out, like when it's out of bounds, you have to go like, Bock! and that was weird. <laughs> no. I thought no. you do something weird when you called it out. <laughs> no. But your score. So yeah. you don't just say like 30 love or whatever. No. Okay. No. Uh, pickleball's fun. No, it's growing. It's it's they're filling a lot of malls. I don't know if you knew that with pickleball courts. Some oh, of the abandoned malls are. It's taking, a great idea. Yeah. So what else? Uh, archery. So you're a little Katniss Everdeen. I am not. <laughs> um, although probably my best shot was a tree that was 20 feet behind the targets, and I hit two about two inches apart from wow. each other and what were you aiming for the target the target yeah okay. so <laughs> so you're consistent i am consistently bad consistency <laughs> no, i'm sure it was safe right i mean they didn't have people like because if you're hitting was, trees 20 feet behind the target it was safe nobody was jogging back there or doing yoga <laughs> <laughs> yeah woo. <laughs> yeah testing their reflexes what else archery archery sounds cool yeah, and then I had a fencing lesson, and I was the only one there, so it was a private fencing oh, lesson. Awesome. What I decided is I'm a scrappy fencer. Oh. Like, I'm not going to the Olympics with my skills, but I could do it. If it came down to it. Yeah. Oh. I could score, but it didn't look pretty. Ah. I've never fenced. That's always something that seemed kind of cool. And how, now, how, you say you went to a, a lesson, an hour, half hour? 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Yeah. 
That'd be awesome. And yeah, it's a lot of legs. Yeah. And you're, you're almost always in a crouch, right? You're yes. Making, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you did a lot of a lot of exercise. You did a lot of exercise. A lot right of exercise. There. Yeah. I filled my day. I was. Yeah, I was busy. Now, do you, were most people busy or did most people take a little few more breaks? Most people took a few more breaks. Okay. So, I mean, I'm thinking the hundred time person probably doesn't have to jam pack. No. You were like first day at Disneyland. First time you go to Disneyland, you're going to try to get all the rides. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> and then after you've been to Disneyland a handful of times, you realize you just hit your favorites and exactly. enjoy the exactly. atmosphere. And tap dancing? Yeah, tap dancing. And I tapped as a kid. Um and it it sounds better in my mind than doing it as an adult. The the there's a lot of uh, flexibility it for your uh, foot, uh-huh. right? To get the tap, heel tap 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 yeah. tap tap. And a lot of it's not even the heel; it's just the toe. See, so I... you're pretty much on your toes most of the time. And uh, I didn't remember that as a kid. As a kid, we don't remember anything taxing as a kid. You know what I mean? It <laughs> yeah. was. Everything was easy. Yeah. You never got tired. You never got injured. You never got, you know, everything was easy. I know. You could do it forever. (laughs) Crazy. And then the last thing is Lego drumming. No, Taiko drumming. Taiko drumming. So it is a a Japanese drumming. And there was uh, probably seven or eight of us that did it. And uh, the, it's maybe a foot and a half round uh, foot and high in diameter or? in diameter okay. yeah and then it sits on um a tripod of sorts that kind of holds it in there and then you have sticks that are made of um hardwood so i think these were maple if i remember correctly and you you your arms go way up high and then bam 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 and then you have light taps as well and we went through and he taught he taught us how to now, do it and did it you was do a routine or were you like freestyle like drumline no, he taught us a routine because okay. otherwise it would have been just, just chaos chaos yeah. yeah absolutely so but we were a... out in a meadow and you could just hear it ringing through yeah that's it amazing. was pretty amazing that's awesome and now of those things pickleball fencing archery tap dancing and taiko drumming which are you most like? Well, you probably do pickleball because that's accessible. Yeah. Of the other slightly less accessible things, what might you do again? I mean, tap dancing is pretty fun. Really? Yeah. Or do you think you might do it again? Maybe. Okay. Uh, archery? You gonna go? No. Now, okay. What if uh, one of the girls wants to try it? Oh, then absolutely. That'd be. It. See, it's funny. Even now, my kids are. My youngest is twenty-one. And I think it's something like archery, and I'm just thinking, ah, I should have taken my kids and done archery. You know, or just all the things you didn't do. You know, you think of all the things. We did do archery at one of Richie's uh, camps. We went and did some archery, but it wasn't, it would just be fun to go, eh, it's not, it's not like it's, we're dead. It's not like it's too late. We can still go do it, but they yeah. have very busy lives. Very little, little time for mom and dad. I'm hoping that they want to go to camp after this. Yeah. Because like, this was like mom camp. Yeah. To some degree. Camp. Glamp, maybe. Glamp. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been to camp. I've never got a massage. I've never <laughs> never had a chef. You didn't have your own private suite? No. I didn't no? I, I didn't go to the right camps, apparently. Because <laughs> <laughs> my camps had mosquitoes and other bratty little kids like myself. Okay. 
Now, let's look forward. You're, you're continuing this journey of self-improvement. If, mm-hmm. Is that a fair classification? Yes. Okay, and then one of the things you're excited about is Psych K. Yeah. What is that? Well, I'm going to find out a lot more about it. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, we live 90 to 98% of our time in our subconscious. So everything that we learned from birth to three years old. And then the rest of the time, we're in our conscious state. So Which is not very often, like 10%. Not, not very often. Less. And so everything's very reactive. And so it's reactive to what we learned from zero, as in the day you were born, to three years. And so anything that's happened in that time, that sort of puts you and makes you the human that you are and you react the way that you react. And I really got excited about this because, as I mentioned earlier, my daughters are adopted and um, the oldest one was with her birth mom from zero to 18 months. And a good portion of that time, her needs were not met. Mm. And Unfortunately, because of that, she has some behaviors that don't make sense to a lot of people and to us, especially because we are meeting her needs, yet she's doing things that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. And so Psych K is meant to reprogram your subconscious. And so I've had to think about the things that I want to change the belief systems that I have that I want to change for myself mm-hmm. so that I can be a better person and model that and, and model that. Yeah, yeah. Huh. absolutely. And it sounds like some sort of crazy Captain America, 1950s army experiment. Is this, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are there, are there drugs hallucinogens involved? Is it a, uh, no, okay. no. It's Although all... I am looking for that at a future date but um you should listen to Lori's episode on ayahuasca i absolutely will she cried too and she cried in here and you probably didn't I, make fun of her i i probably did i think if you listen you'll see <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my thing <laughs> i was probably easier on her than you though but <laughs> <laughs> so and that's because she and and uh jerome and jennifer they're all very much ahead of me in this journey so i kind of watch them mm-hmm. and do a lot of things they do ask them a lot of questions and you know and not everybody's on the same journey and not everybody needs the same steps not every you know there's a lot exactly. of different stuff it's very individualized so i'm lucky that i have exposure to a lot of the stuff which is going to be fun yeah so i looked at the week at the golden door is kind of peeling the onion back to kind of get rid of the surface stuff so the i can gross really brown covering so you got the sweet white Exactly. So that I can really dig down when I go next week to Bend, Oregon and um, go on my Psych K journey. And how, how long is that? It's three days okay. and it's not in an, an exclusive place. I have a bungalow there. Um, I'll probably do some cryotherapy um, have you ever and done some it? yoga. The cryotherapy? Cryo? I have not. Yeah, no. I've done, I did that for about a month. I went twice a week. Okay. And I liked it, but just practically it didn't the benefit wasn't worth i don't want to say inconvenience because but you know it was it was further away than i would like mm-hmm. and they're only like three minutes oh, so wow. okay. you know or at least mine was and maybe five minutes I, it wasn't very long and i was going 20 minutes there and then you change clothes or Ooh. take off your clothes and then 20 minutes back and then and it just wasn't pra- if there was one 
half a mile from here, I'd probably do a lot more. Or if I had my own cryotherapy session. But I got to get a sauna first. Sauna first, then cryotherapy. We have a hot tub. Yes, you do. So we might get in that. That's always good. All right. That's for later tonight, right? Uh, probably. Probably. All right. I mean, it, yes. If Obviously, <laughs> if you want to. You know, Shanna's going to dinner tonight at... I always want to... I can't remember if it's Poncho's or Por Favor. Aren't we going to... No, she's just going. No, yes, we're all going. <laughs> we're all going to Poncho's. Fun fact about Poncho's is where she found out she was pregnant with Anthony. Or not, she didn't find out there. We had dinner there and she had a margarita. Came home, took a pregnancy test, found out she was pregnant and freaked out because she had a margarita. <laughs> it's okay. A lot of people have done a lot more right throughout their pregnancy. And although, you know, who knows, maybe it's why Anthony is the way he is. Margaritas at prenatal margaritas, <laughs> but she loves it. So we like to go on her birthday and on Mother's Day. That's her spot, and hopefully, hopefully, it's easy to get a seat tonight. Now it is time for electric chair. You have been convicted of a capital crime. Now you're in the you're in the electric chair. You've been convicted. It's all over. So you get to watch your final movie. Now a lot of people take it a lot of different ways. Some people want the longest movie possible. Some people want. Happy movie, funny movie. Some people want a self-examining movie. Some people, you know, a serious movie. Uh, Shawshank is always up there because they somehow think they're going to escape because he escapes in Shawshank. But you can't escape. So let me have that caveat. Then uh, when you're watching your movie, you get a meal, whatever you want. And you can have gluten because you're going to be dead soon. Doesn't so matter. you can eat, yeah. right? Eat whatever you want. And then they put your headphones on, put a song in, play you off to the sweet abyss. What, uh, what's your meal? Sushi. Sushi? Any yeah. particular place or type? Is there something that you... Well, I love uh, nigiri. Okay. So just the meat. So tuna, salmon, probably my two favorites. Okay. Um, the ebi. Uh, this is a new one that I'm liking. It's not, it's not the steamed or the cooked version of shrimp. It's the raw version. And then they uh, deep fry the head. And so it's like crunchy. Is that what we had? That's what we had, yeah. Oh, I ate, I ate a crunchy head. <laughs> he did. I So I, I try stuff. That's what I do. Yes, he does. So, <laughs> All right, so you're going to have a little sushi. What are you going to drink? Oh, my last drink ever? Yep. Probably a Vivacity gin and tonic. Mm, okay. I can probably get that for you tonight. But Maybe. But I probably, probably won't. But it's not my last that's true. Meal. That's true. But, I mean, if it's a meaningful drink, I like to provide my guests. I see. <laughs> Neighbors are laughing. We have the windows open because it's hot. Uh, they're laughing at your drink choice. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, you're going to watch and uh, your movie? Well, I was going to say Shawshank Were Redemption. You really? Not because he escapes. escapes. right? It's more the movie of redemption. Yes. And I just, I, I really like it. Okay. Ten Robbins and um, Morgan Freeman. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. My, yeah, I, I really like it together. So I'm gonna cut out the part about teasing Shawshank. Okay. So well, you uh, don't have to. We'll see. Yeah. It all depends on length and flow. It's all about the flow. Okay. A vinyasa flow. Yes. Throughout the procedure. All right. You're munching on some sushi. You're mm -hmm. watching Andy Dufresne out with the warden at mm -hmm. Shawshank. It's all over. Time to plug a song in. Where are we going out to? Well, I'm going to put a caveat to all of this. Okay. So. I'll see if I'll allow it. 
Okay. okay. So I retired from Intel back in January in early retirement. And I decided I wanted to take singing lessons. So I started with something simple. Uh, I went with Nancy Sinatra's um, These Boots Are Made For Walking. Great song. But it was relatively easy. There's not a lot of of range. Not a lot of range in it. Stays in the pocket. And so I said, okay, let me do something that is... Side note, that video is fire is deceptively ridiculously <laughs> idiotically hot for the 1960s go on yep so i wanted something with a little more range okay. and my um my voice coach voice teacher suggested uh encanto's uh surface pressure oh. and the reason he picked it it was specifically written for a contralto which i am i don't know what that is it's an al- alto. It's the, f- the it's a- fancy name for alto. Okay. Okay. Um, but it has all of this range in it. And so he just thought, oh, it would be amazing for you to sing it. And I was like, oh, Disney, probably not. But the more I listen to it, it's kind of like my life. I'm the strong one. I'm not nervous. I'm as tough as the crust of the earth is. Like of just oh. of just kind of taking on too much, feeling that what's going to happen if I don't take it is everything going to fall apart. Right. And so I decided that I uh, wanted to learn how to sing it. So I sang that, and um, I think that would be the song I would want to hear. Okay, because then I could sing right along. Now? I do not want to sing it for okay. the audience. <laughs> Maybe another time. Maybe after your, what did you say your last drink was going to be? Um, <laughs> I'm a gin her, and tonic. I'm going to get her back on the mic, folks. No, you had a specific gin and tonic. Vivacity. Vivacity gin yes. and tonic. So, ladies and gentlemen, after a few vivacity gin and tonics, you're going to hear her version. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyway, thank you so much. I'm glad that we uh, we did this impromptu thing today. My guest has been, watch this, Erica Banish. And I might not ever say it wrong again. I hope not. I, I'll, I'll try. I, I never want to say it wrong. And I don't know that we've talked much about, like, your last name. Yeah. I mean, I see it on paper and on, you know, print. But why would we? we? Exactly. So, in my defense, it's not that I'm a bad cousin. I just didn't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it with a behind-the-scenes insider's look at the Golden Door. If you have $11,000 plus tax and tip and you have a week that you want to be much better than your weeks usually are, would you recommend it? 100%. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. With that, we are going to sign off. Erica, thank you so much. Say goodbye to the folks. Bye. Thank you. Anybody want to give a shout-out? Hi to Jaden McKenna. Okay. All right, I, don't, I don't do shout outs. You don't have What's to. a shout out? It's just what you just did. Hey, Jada McKenna. I'll give a shout out to Jada McKenna. There okay, we and go. I'm going to do a cartwheel. Yes. By yes, 60. That's one of my goals. And right. I'm getting closer and closer. I got a little setback with the heel. But okay. I'm old. They're young. They're young. They're and both very athletic. They are. So. <laughs> All right. So if you don't make them listen to the whole thing. At least make them listen to the last part where we give them a shout out. Okay, sounds good. All right, that's going to do it from Tony on the mic. Tony in the Mesa. The Mesa. Outro. 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 Outro.
That was fun. And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. You can find more episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the TikToks. All those platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment product. Also, you can reach out to the show if you have a guest idea. And we're also looking for sponsors and supporters. So check us out at Patreon as well. Thanks for listening to Tony on the Mic. And it's funny because this was you in the beginning trying to have a very measured voice <laughs> and now you're just talking. Yeah. Yeah. I figured as much like you, you got to kind of, oh yeah, we did talk about the broth. Oh, that's the so broth? good. The broth. Broth. The potassium yes. broth. Potassium broth. That just sounds like salt water. Yeah. No. Banana water. No. Because <laughs> banana.